0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Why We Love. My name's David
1: and I'm Moxie.
0: And this week we're talking about Batman and Robin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You could barely get the title out without laughing. (laughs) So um, I I think you should take the lead. On this particular episode, David, because this was your first—your first, uh, first Batman—is that right? Your first connection to Batman? No. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. My bad. I totally thought that was the first film that sort of introduced you to Batman.
0: No. No. The first film that introduced me to Batman was Batman uh, Forever.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, so Val Kilmer is your Batman. Yep. <laughs> um, interesting. Okay, okay. So, wind that back, Moxie. <laughs> I had that totally wrong. Um, so, okay, what 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 is it that you liked about Batman and Robin? What made you choose this one out of uh, Joel Schumacher's collection?
0: Um it was because at the end of the first episode we went off on a tangent about Alicia Silverstone.
1: Uh, uh, I see. Yes, yes we did. That's it. She's <laughs> alive and well if anybody cares. <laughs> we were concerned about Alicia, but it turns out she's been acting on the stage. So she's fine. Yeah. Which
0: is <laughs> which is good.
1: <laughs> yes it is. I like Alicia. Um, we should also say, um, you know, R.I.P. to Joel Schumacher. Yeah. Yeah. The use of his passing was what inspired us to have a little look through his filmography. And, um, for some reason that David knows, he chose Batman and Robin. (laughs) Do not blame me. (laughs) Um... So yeah, nineteen ninety seven. Oh, it was a different time. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Batman and Robin came on the heels of Batman Forever, which I quite enjoy, I have to say. Oh yeah, I not... you... Yeah, you still enjoy it? Yeah. yeah. Um that... I rewatched it not that long ago actually. Oh, why? <laughs> what, Batman Forever? Yeah. Um, Because I kind of had fond memories of it. Um, I'm a big Tim Burton Batman fan. Um, Michael Keaton is my Batman forever, if you will. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I, I had fond memories of Batman Forever. So I thought, oh, I'll check that out again. It was all right. Not quite as good as I remembered it being, but still fun. I'd still watch it again. I think uh, for some reason the quality took a dip, shall we say, between Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Would Would you agree?
0: Yeah. Well, to, to, to give it some frame of reference, it took me three nights to watch Batman and, Batman and Robin.
1: <laughs> you did it in three parts.
0: Yeah, because I physically... Could not handle
1: it. Oh no! See, and here I was thinking, oh man, David really likes this film and I'm just gonna come along and ruin his Batman party by not being very kind about the film. Um oh, no. Well, don't get me wrong, there are some <laughs> some some good touches in there. There's some some good stuff in there. Do but it. Was, yeah, but overall, um kind of trash (laughs) oh
0: yeah very much so Uh,
1: some would say enjoyable trash there's plenty of people out there who watch it and just think it's the most fun silly camp thing ever Um, which I'm normally down for but for some reason Batman and Robin is just terrible (laughs) yeah um uh, so, so let's get into it. What makes it so bloody awful? Um, what, what are you, what are your thoughts on uh, George Clooney as Batman?
0: I think now this is a weird thing because it's that case of the dual identity thing. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, you know, uh, Spider-Man. Yes. The Andrew Garfield ones.
1: Oh yes! I always forget he did that.
0: (laughs) I I try to. (laughs) But he's, I think personally, a lousy Peter Parker. Right. But he's a very good Spider-Man.
1: Mmm!
0: Interesting.
1: Whereas,
0: Whereas with this, George Clooney is a very, very good Bruce Wayne, but he's a terrible Batman.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could co-sign that. Although, I'm not sure that I really buy his Bruce Wayne, either. Um, I mean, I, I did mean to look this up and I actually didn't, but I believe this was, like, his first film or his second film um, since, you know, he, like, started off in ER and yeah. Murder, She Wrote and <laughs> loads of different episodes, but um, I, I believe this was his maybe first or second film. So... You know, he doesn't have the George Clooney charisma that he does now. He's no. a little bit. He's a little blah. He doesn't really give you anything either as Bruce Wayne or Batman. He's just very blah. Yeah, I get that.
0: I think um, when I think when watching it, I was like retroactively projecting the George Clooney (laughs) charm back on him.
1: Yeah, see, I was trying to and failing. Uh, He just doesn't really... um, I don't know, he's he's missing something. Excuse me. Um, uh, I'm just having a a quick look through my notes here. There aren't all that many. (laughs) 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 Although (laughs) some of them uh, will hopefully make sense to me. Um, what about uh, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy? Uh,
0: I, I like Uma Thurman, and I, I like her, like, generally when she's in things. Mm-hmm. But, God, this was a
1: low. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have split feelings, I guess, about Poison Ivy, because on the one hand, it's pretty terrible, but on the other hand, she's actually doing, like, a campy, almost drag kind of version of Poison Ivy. It's so over the top, Um, but I kind of like like she has this Mae west quality about her as poison ivy it's all very oh why don't you come and see me sometime you know <laughs> um which i kind of dig but the i think it's maybe the dialogue that really screws it because as a character i think she's she's almost there it's just that they keep giving her terrible terrible dialogue <laughs> the, the dialogue's
0: particularly bad and they keep giving her like inner monologues to say but yes. <laughs> she she doesn't do it in inner mon well she doesn't do it inner at all. It's just she just shouts her inner monologues of <laughs> <at> the room.
1: <laughs> yes, I think uh I think what's his name? Uh Mr Freeze could be accused of the same thing. I mean at one point he just laughs out loud and shouts revenge like yeah. My goodness. <laughs> For
0: that I'd say Mr. Freeze is always in villain mode. You never yeah. see him like out of villain mode. Poison Ivy is disguised as just a random researcher and as she's getting escorted out by the police, she's go <laughs> she's like just monologuing about what her plan is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not the best plan as a supervillain to just start <laughs> voicing it to anybody <laughs> who will listen. Um, uh, what what I did like actually, it's one of the things I really did enjoy in the film, and it's so brief but so well done. Was when Poison Ivy is at the benefit and she's dressed up as that like gorilla monster. Oh yeah, and slowly like comes out of it. I really like that because it's an an homage to. Um, marlena dietrich film um i think it's is it blonde venus i think it's blonde venus um a film from like the 30s where she is part of this cabaret act and you know someone comes out in this big gorilla suit and it's her that emerges from it and it's really cool (laughs) and um i really like that little homage to to marlena in the film but go on
0: that was very much something you picked up on and I just didn't.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, it's only because I like old movies. Um, but I did. I like that little, uh, little touch. Um, it's one of the few things that I wrote down in my, like, this is good, like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's worth saying that Batman and Robin truly is like, taking a comic book very, very literally. Yeah. Would you agree? I mean, it's so over the top. It's so... (sighs) absurd, I guess, as well.
0: It's weird, because the way to describe it, and I, I think Batman Forever is, like, a sign that this is to come, because Batman Forever is still following on the heels of um the Tim Burton Batman films yes yeah. so there's a bit more even though it's very comedic and very like flashy there is still like a lot of there is still the darkness there where in yeah. this the darkness is purely architectural there's no darkness within the story per se yeah
1: what yes no go on
0: What this film is, is the horrific love child of the Adam West Batman and the Tim Burton Batman.
1: How dare you? How very (laughs) dare you? Oh, right. Delete. End call. (laughs) Which, Which bit of that were you more upset by? mean tim burton's batman is excellence and um uh, the original 60s adam west batman is excellence so if they had a love child it would just produce excellence
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i love the adam west batman okay that's good to know good to know i've got the tv series on dvd i've got the film on dvd oh brilliant
1: brilliant. brilliant
0: the Tim Burton Batman films, on the other hand.
1: You don't? You don't like the Tim Burton ones?
0: I no. <gasps>
1: <gasps> I am shooketh. No way! <laughs> nope. Do you like the do you like the Nolan Batmans? Uh, uh I, I don't. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I do not like them.
0: <laughs> kind of there's a I, I think the first one's boring
1: yes that's exactly exactly what I said so boring really really
0: dull and the scarecrow is shite
1: yes (laughs)
0: Um, the second one I think is good but because Heath Ledger went so method for it and did such a dark portrayal it's Mm. as if everyone who has followed has tried to not only mimic it but one up it as well yeah um and all i'm gonna say is the best joker of all time is mm-hmm. cesar romero a man who couldn't even be bothered to shave <laughs> to off his mustache
1: yes absolutely agree and his laugh was excellent <laughs> Um, oh, I'm so glad you said that. I wasn't sure how you would feel about the um, the 60s TV series because a lot of people just look at it as silly nonsense and don't really count it as part of, you know, the, the cinematic universe of Batman. I
0: mean, it is silly nonsense, but in the film, the Batman uh, the 66 movie. film, yeah, there's a bit where there's a big bomb and he picks it oh, up yeah. and he's running around trying to dispose of it without killing anyone and that scene technically is the climax of The Dark Knight Rises <laughs> where Batman flies off with a big bomb because he doesn't want people to die
1: yes yes um, interesting I hadn't yeah. uh, had not made that connection
0: and um to to stay kind of with The Dark Knight Rises what i like about this is bane what right. i like about what i like about sorry not what i like about batman and robin is bane mm-hmm. i don't like the dark Knight rises version of bane because that portrayal has turned bane into a like a joke now yeah And time yeah anytime Bane appears, someone's doing the Tom Hardy voice for him. <laughs> yeah. Which I kind of love, but watching Batman and Robin, I'm like, oh yeah, now this, this is a Bane I can get behind.
1: <laughs> um, did, did you grow up, re- or don't even have to have grown up doing it, but have you read the any Batman comics? Are you sort of familiar with the comic book Batman universe?
0: Uh, ish like i i haven't read um like heaps of like the weekly comics or anything not the weekly yeah. monthly comics but i've read yeah. i've read a fair few it, it usually has to be like i've read um dark knights um oh, what's it? Is it Retu- dark knight returns the frank miller one
1: oh, i really don't know to be honest i've read maybe three batman comics in my life (laughs) um i just wondered if perhaps you would have some sort of i don't know comic book knowledge to throw at me and be like well actually bane was blah 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 blah," and you know so on and so forth
0: (laughs) no because i don't think i've well i've never read anywhere bane's like a particularly prominent character like i've I've read comics where he's in it but not right
1: right oh okay okay um so so to come back to batman and rob batman did you hear that i just called him batman (laughs) (laughs) batman and robin um uh, damn what was i going to say oh that was it so i was reading about it and uh according to i think it's on the wikipedia page um after the success of batman forever Uh, the studio was like, right, okay, you need to make a sequel, which was Batman and Robin. And then after that, there would be another Batman film called Batman Unchained. Yes, I've heard about this, yeah. And because uh, Batman and Robin failed so miserably, Batman Unchained was, uh, you know, cancelled. Yeah. But I also read that essentially, Batman and Robin was like, how can I put this... Um, like an extended toy commercial (laughs) right um they wanted to move away from the tim burton batman and you know make it a bit more family friendly yeah so that's why there's that kind of tonal shift also there's you know different directors and whatnot but that's there was a push to make because pat batman returns was such a sexy (laughs) kind of film that yeah the studio wanted it to be more family friendly which is why the tone shifts in Batman Forever and then with Batman and Robin they were like look we can make literally millions from toys from this film so you need to make it toy friendly and make it very family friendly Um, yeah and that's part of the reason why it is how it is
0: I mean, every like location in the film does look like a playset.
1: Oh, it re- which reminds me, I looked up today. The budget for Batman and Robin was uh... one hundred and twenty-five million. One hundred and twenty-five <laughs> million dollars, and it looked like that. <laughs> um, I mean, how is that? even possible (laughs) to have so much money and have it look so cheap Uh, the amount of day glow paint that they (laughs) used (laughs) is probably a large part of that budget I can only assume yeah Um, yeah I was shocked I mean I knew it was going to be a big number because it's a big blockbuster movie but um, still 125 million and you end up with something where like you say every single location (laughs) looks like a really terrible low rent I don't even know what (laughs) (laughs) um because it certainly isn't Gotham it just isn't to me I think it's got the some
0: like Gotham's like all gothic
1: (laughs) architecture and stuff well, yes, it is, but we didn't really see a whole lot of that. What we did see was a lot of giant statues.
0: Yeah, I love giant. I quite the like the observatory. That
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I quite like that. Um, but yes, the the giant. I mean, it's <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, so when Joel Schumacher died. Um, a lot of people on Twitter, particularly, were discussing Batman and Robin. And a lot of people were talking about um, uh, the queer lens of watching Batman and Robin. Oh, God. Did you see any of this?
0: No. It's just I can't believe I was going to. I was. I had planned yesterday when I was thinking about recording this episode that if you said. Oh, what did you think about it? The first thing I was going to say was bat nips. And I forgot.
1: <laughs> the strangely anatomically correct. But only for Batman and Robin. Not uh, not Batgirl. She doesn't get nipples. Well, I also do you that. Think sexism. <laughs> misogyny. <are> you <laughs> feminism?
0: <laughs> you say that, but... I, there's a reason of it. There's a reason for that. Embedded yeah. within the story... And I don't think any of the script writers and the script checkers realised when they were making the film. Good.
1: Which is
0: that Alfred is the one who makes the costumes.
1: Oh my God, you're right. So... And he didn't got... want to sexualise Batgirl.
0: Exactly, because she's like his niece. That's why her, the the boob area on the armour has like... A cup outline on it? Yeah, yeah. But for whatever reason, really wanted to see George Cooney's nipples.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Alfred. I think we need to have a talk. <clears throat> um, Interesting. I had not made that connection at all. You've blown my mind a little bit there. Need a second to digest. Wow. I mean... Wow! Okay. Okay. (laughs) Shit. That was well observed. Well done. (laughs) Thank you. level
0: with you, the first time I watched it, didn't pick up on that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, to continue on the Alicia Silverstone tip that we're clearly obsessed with on a subconscious level, they changed the origins for Batgirl.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I hate everything about Batgirl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, if anybody at home is not familiar, um, in the comic books, I believe Batgirl is Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Yep. I want to, I want to say Barbara. Is that right? Mm hmm. Yep. There we go Barbara, who later goes on to become the Oracle or something like that. Yeah. Right? yeah she does <sighs> God, nerd points <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what was I saying about Alicia? um yes they've they've changed the storyline they've made her now to be uh, Alfred's niece. yep I wonder and... why they made that change.
0: I don't know. she's also blonde and not
1: ginger which yes <laughs> yes, I mean. Gingerism. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I thought it was strange that they that they changed it up. Also, before I forget, there was quite a bit of um, maybe not controversy. that's not the right word. but um basically, she didn't have the best time filming Batman and Robin. Um, at some point during production, Bearing in mind, she is a teenager in the film, and in real life. Was um, she? Yeah, she was like 18, 19. No point. Um, okay. And so during production, at some point, she had gained a little bit of weight and couldn't fit into the original Batgirl costume. And oh, apparently, uh, yeah, apparently um, people on set were basically taking the piss out of her and made the art department drew some terrible picture of her you know, being overweight and and whatnot and sort of put it around the production and uh, yeah, it made her pretty miserable, which you can understand Yeah. Um, and it's a really shitty thing to do to anybody, but particularly to a teenage girl um, who's, you know, developing growing, whatever Um, And so yeah She didn't have a great time and and there was the weight gain issue And then when the film came out A lot of people criticised her For her weight I Can you believe it? (laughs) I mean I can believe people Well I can
0: believe people Would criticise Like someone for their weight Because they tend to because people are awful But
1: yes, (laughs) I,
0: I didn't particularly Like Notice her looking particularly overweight because I don't think any like any of the cast look particularly good in those costumes.
1: No, that's that's a fair point. Um, I would say I actually said to my husband when I was when I was watching it, there was a scene with quite a big close up of her face, and I said to my husband, "My God, look at her face! Look how healthy and glowing and curvy she is!" And I said to him. Um, I bet if this film was made now and she looked that way, people would say that she was fat. She's not in any way, shape, or form. But I can imagine people coming for her for her size. Um, and then I read on the internet that that was exactly what went down, <laughs> um, and that people were being just awful about her, which I think is terrible because a she's not fat. I mean, yeah. people really do have a twisted idea of what being overweight truly looks like anyway but that's yeah. another podcast <laughs> Um but yeah I thought it was terrible because I remember looking at her and just thinking god you look like such a like the picture of health the picture of the all-american girl in my mind Yeah, you know and then to think that people looked at that and didn't see that they saw a fat girl just blows my mind yeah it blows my mind um And I think it's a shame that she didn't have um, a great time filming and that the art department were um, pretty terrible to her. Which is sad.
0: Yeah, because I I didn't know any of that
1: at Mm. all when I was... Yeah, Yeah, not cool. Not cool, guys. Um, But back to my original point. The LGBTQ gays, if you will, incident. Um, so when Joel Schumacher died a lot of people were talking about Batman and Robin and how Joel Schumacher as a gay filmmaker didn't make explicitly LGBTQ films but with a lot of his stuff you can watch it with that eye and you may or may not pick up on maybe some subconscious maybe some pretty overt uh, queer Stuff, for example, the Marlene Dietrich um, reference, which I mentioned, yeah. um, as well as—I mean, I mean—the whole Batman and Robin thing has been, how can I put it? Not criticized, because well, it has been, but that's not the right way to describe it. Uh, Batman's relationship with Robin has always been seen through a que- uh, through a queer lens. Do you know what I mean? yeah um people thought it was strange that bruce wayne would adopt a fully grown (laughs) fully grown boy or man i'm not sure how old he is in the comics uh when they uh hook up i think i think (laughs) so to speak that wasn't (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I think in the comics he's meant to be like 14.
1: okay okay well that's still quite young yeah Um,
0: so chris o'donnell 14 he's not
1: no, he is not. 27, he was in that. Just FYI. Um, uh, what was I saying? The LGBTQ. Um, uh, so what else? What else? Yeah, that was it. So Batman and Robin have always been seen through this queer lens of two men living together. Yeah, so like back in the day yeah. when the comics came out. People were like, oh, that's a bit strange that this older man has adopted an older child um, and is living with him. And people just thought it was a bit weird. Some people saw it as a gay relationship. And that's been going on since, like, what, the 50s? So there's already, like, a a subtext, if you will, that is already there, whether you address it or not. Yeah. Um, And then i mean you've got the whole campiness of the film in general it's very camp yeah very over the top absurd irreverent um like i said i mentioned drag with uh poison ivy just because it does give me real drag vibes um it is something
0: that would not have surprised me if crystal method had worn it on drag race
1: <laughs> yes yes i could see that definitely um oh i love crystal method anyway um (laughs) (laughs) uh, so yeah there's there's all these little different um things and the naked statues the giant male naked statues uh throughout gotham that have suddenly appeared people took note of that (laughs) and we're like "Mm mm-hmm we see you adonis (laughs) <laughs> we'll see what's going on. Um, sorry, just checking through my notes here to see if I've missed anything else. I mean, I'm there may be a ton of other stuff that I am just not picking up on. Um, but I could see it. When I when I saw people talking about it on Twitter, I thought, my god, yeah, I can see that. I can see it being maybe not hailed as an LGBTQ movie, but the themes are there. Yeah. You know? Um, And the subtext is there. And I even read, I think it was an actual quote from George Clooney himself, saying that he was very aware in his mind that Batman was probably gay and played it as such. Uh And that's not to say like he was playing Batman in a stereotypically, you know, gay way. He just meant that internally he felt that Batman was gay
0: yeah yeah because he's more not by much but he's more resistant to poison Ivy's, mhm
1: like and and l Mcpherson his, uh, yeah. his girlfriend um and of course there's the whole thing of Batman never has a long term relationship he's no. you know always with a different gorgeous woman um and uh yeah yeah I hadn't truly been aware of it beyond the campiness of the film until people started pointing it out and I thought, my god, that's that's interesting a lot of people were sort of suggesting it was like a bi film Um, that, you know, if you were a kid in 1997 um, and you watched this film, it may have solidified in your mind that you were actually bisexual Uh, which I can get, you know Uh, you've got the uh, oh my god the close-ups at the beginning of, you know like the crotch shot and the butt shot as they're getting in their costumes. L- love, love those shots. <laughs> yes, me too. What fun. <laughs> I love. That. But also a little bit. Stra- I mean, you're trying to push this whole family. Oh yes, don't worry, guys. It's family friendly. Don't worry. And the first things you get are crotch shot, butt shot. <laughs>
0: just, it's just like they have the, the um the warner brothers logo which morphs into the bat they've still got the danny elfman score yeah and it's just wham bat dong right in your face
1: yes right in your face the money shot (laughs) um which i have no problem with i think that's quite fun (laughs) oh yeah um i have to say actually i quite liked the the color palette that they used for the film Um, I liked the sort of hot pink, neon green, um, and then the sort of back colours of the, uh, what's his name, Uh, Robin's outfit. He's got like a burgundy, I think. Yeah. There's like burgundy in his outfit. So you've got like these deep reds, deep blues, and then the hot pink, the hot green, hot green? Neon green, (laughs) Uh, whenever the villains are around. And um, I kind of liked that. I also quite liked Poison Ivy's big throne that was like a giant Venus flytrap or whatever.
0: Oh yeah, the the big plant that partially eats the, her. At the
1: end partially of eats her. Yeah, I was like, what? It, are these plants on your side or are they on Batman's side? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Mutiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which reminds me um, of her initial death scene when she's actually Doctor what's her name before she's poison ivy
0: oh uh pamela isley
1: that's it dr pamela isley um when she's killed by being by having a shelf pushed on her <laughs> <laughs> oh my dog uh my dog agrees with me once again folks <laughs> <laughs> um yeah just pushed a load of shelves on her i was like i'm sorry is that meant to have killed her and then and then something happens she's got all the poisons falling on her and then she she comes back to life and says some twaddle about chlorophyll is my blood now and something else is something else and it was just so wow <laughs> <laughs> there's no realism involved in this film whatsoever is there okay, no. <laughs> okay. I th- I think if you go into Batman and Robin with the the mindset of this is going to be silly there's going to be no reality it's not dark it is comic book fodder you may well enjoy it you know if you go into it in the right headspace yeah maybe I don't know I'm trying to be kind
0: <laughs> The
1: well my favourite
0: part of the film and it's probably the part I've seen most because I always get so far into the film before i think oh fuck this and turn it off
1: <laughs> yeah
0: which i didn't this time and which is why it took me 3 days to watch um,
1: <laughs> i do admire your perseverance <laughs> though was the opening
0: scene with mr freeze oh yes that is so comic booky isn't it um the the costume for, uh, for Arnold Schwarzenegger is absolutely incredible. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And the ice puns. Oh, God, the ice puns. Beautiful.
1: What? I no, love
0: <laughs> Is that why the, the police come in the room and he's just like, I'm not going to do the Arnold impression? But do it. Just, do it.
1: You know you want to. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, I will. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like you have the police officer come in the room and he just goes, hey, chill.
1: I love it. I just, it's so good. It's so bloody bad. I hate puns. <laughs> <laughs> that is not my comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it's, oh, it's dad jokes. It's... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And coming from a roller derby background, let me tell you, that's tough. Because... <sighs> Every third roller skater, roller skater, derby player uh, has a pun as a derby name. So, yeah, uh, 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 no, and <laughs> they relied too much on his ridiculous ice to meet you." <laughs> you know, it's to, everything he says is a pun one-liner. Everything. There's like maybe two lines of dialogue where he's not being a giant. Frozen knob um, I, I, oh, I can't bear the puns They've relied on it way too much In my opinion oh, so I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry but no You're wrong You're wrong <laughs> um, It's tragic that, <laughs> All that these terrible my... ice puns
0: oh, The museum bit the Favourite part of the film for me <laughs> And I love that George Clooney. I think is the first and only Batman not to do the dumb "I'm Batman" voice.
1: No, that's true. Yeah. He yeah. just drops
0: through the ceiling and goes.
1: <laughs> yeah, and goes, "Hi, I'm Batman."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he may as well have said, "I'm Batman." <laughs> um, it's and there's no, like he literally just delivers the line like that. Hi, I'm Batman. In fact, I probably put a little bit too much drama in that line reading, <laughs> right there. It's, oh, it's tragic. <laughs>
0: I, I love it because you have like the crescendo music. He shatters through the skylight like, in slow motion. Yeah. He's just like, hi, I'm Batman.
1: <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, and um. I also—it's a little bit of a shame—but throughout a lot of the film, you can tell that Schwarzenegger's dialogue has had uh, ADR. Um, you know, they've gone back and re-recorded his lines.
0: Oh right, okay.
1: Because um, there were a couple of times during the film, I kept thinking, "Has this gone out of sync? Like the the lips don't quite match up to what's being said," and I couldn't understand it. And then, as as I was reading into the film. Um, They mentioned that, I think it was because of all the props that surrounded him, Um, they were just making too much noise. Or maybe it was the suit itself. Um,
0: That is a big ass suit, so it would not surprise me.
1: Right. I mean, and they may have had like, I don't know, little motors or something in it to keep the the lights going. I I don't know. Um, It was either the suit itself or it was the props surrounding him on set that were just too loud. And they couldn't pick up his dialogue, so he had to go in separately and record it. And it's only, I don't know, maybe two, three times in the film. But when I was watching it, I thought, has this gone out of sync? What is happening? <laughs> and then I found out that he had to re-record the dialogue. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and but aren't I mean... you... Go on.
0: And aren't you glad he went back and recorded every one of those puns?
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Great. But... <laughs> The greatest line of dramatic dialogue, which is, Your pleas for mercy have left me cold. Jesus.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so bad. I mean, what were they thinking? It's one thing to have, you know, quite a few puns. That's one thing. It's not just quite a few puns, it's an avalanche. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> um, it's not even really a pun, is it? But uh, it just uh, no, no, it's it's not for me, not for me. But I, I will say his costume is good, though. I agree with you. <laughs> He's quite the dapper Dan. <laughs> the dapper uh, Dan. Quite the dapper Dan. <laughs> uh, quite the Bobby Dazzler. Um, <laughs> Uh, Let me just have a little looky-loo. Oh, trivia! Trivia alert! (laughs) Okay, so, when Batgirl is trying to break into Alfred's (laughs) CD-ROM, and she's trying all the different passwords, and she glances over and there's a photograph of Alfred's wife, Margaret, and it says, you know, love peg at the bottom, and suddenly... (laughs) See now, there's another queer reading in that, but um the <laughs> <Peggy>. <laughs> um so yes, the the it says love peg <laughs> and, and that's the password. <laughs> um but the, the photograph of the woman is actually the actress who played the old Rose in Titanic. You know, the old lady with the, the necklace who's telling the story. Um, yeah. That's her as a young woman. Oh. So there you go, a bit of trivia. Next time you're watching Titanic, you can think, hey! Her photograph was in Batman and Robin. <laughs> you're welcome, internet.
0: She <laughs> wants to admit something to you.
1: Uh-huh.
0: The next time I watch Titanic, whenever that may be, that will mm. actually be... The first time I've watched Titanic.
1: Never. I mean, yes. I, I like Titanic. It is quite good. It's not one of my favourite films by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But occasionally I'll watch it. Um, I think it's worth watching. Definitely. I think you should watch that. You might enjoy it. It's not as schmaltzy, and sappy and whatever, as you may imagine.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's it's not one of those things I've avoided. It's just, it's mm-hmm. just...
1: just one of those ones you never got round to. Yeah. Fair enough. We've all got them. I've got loads I haven't seen. <laughs> um, uh, oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Batman and Robin get points. They get cool points for the Smashing Pumpkins song. Uh, All right. That was released. I don't know if you're familiar.
0: <laughs> I, I think I've heard one song by them, and that was because it was in the trailer for Watchmen.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, 1997. I was 16, and I wasn't a huge Smashing Pumpkins fan, but I did like them, and I bought the single. Yes, I did. Um, and I bought it's either called "The Beginning Is the End Is the Beginning." or the the beginning is the end it's one of those and the annoying thing is that on the single the remix is the other way around does that make sense if the single is called the beginning is the end is the beginning the remix is called the end is the beginning is the end so I never remember (laughs) and they're both great actually it's a really good remix Um, but uh, yeah I really like that track so they get cool points for that it's a good song
0: Cool points, you say?
1: Oh, shut up. Leave me <laughs> alone. I'm old. I'm old. I couldn't think of the right word to say. Oh, I get no. cool points <laughs> for having no. a cool song. <laughs> I meant
0: cool points because cool. because I... Oh,
1: God, is that another pun? Yeah. Is, have you been, like, sneakily this whole time you've just been throwing in icy puns under the <laughs> radar? And it's only now that I've become super alert. <laughs> This isn't fair. <laughs> I did not sign up for this.
0: Hey, 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 Moxie.
1: Hmm? Chill. <laughs> <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> um, moving on. <laughs> um, uh, what else we got? What else we got? Chris O'Donnell. Well, he didn't turn out to be the... Uh shining new star of 1997 did he um i'm sure they thought that oh yes we'll get chris chris o'donnell in the role and he'll become the next big teen heartthrob sensation which he kind of was for a little while a very short space of time uh, but i'm sure they thought it would launch his career into super stardom and it did not he is
0: in both batman forever and batman and robin and those are the only two films i've seen him in <laughs> and i hate him in both of them <laughs> so.
1: i have seen him in a couple of films things like circle of friends and uh oh god what's that other one scent of a woman that was him wasn't it with al pacino oh what uh, the who that film yeah that one <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad you did that, because I was going to do it, and then I was like, no, don't do it, because he won't know what you're talking about, and you'll sound like a fool, and oh, I'm glad you did that. Oh,
0: um, don't get me wrong, haven't seen the film,
1: but I know about that <laughs> but bit. But you can quote it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's alright. You know, it's a Sunday afternoon film. <laughs> um, oh, what else have I got here? What else have I got? Rubber nipples, okay. We've, we've got <laughs> That (laughs) we've covered Love Peg, Um, we've covered Marlena Dietrich. Covered that Batgirl is different, but we don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it feels like it takes forever for Batgirl to turn up in the film. Don't you think? Like I had forgotten that she was going to turn up at one point, and then when she did, I was like, "Oh shit! Yeah, Batgirl's in this." Yeah.
0: she's literally just there for like the final like showdown
1: it's like she's there as an afterthought yeah uh which is a real shame they did kind of sell her character short i think um (laughs) she could have been a lot better
0: if if you well i'd say if you want to see batgirl you may not want to but if you want to see a version of batgirl which i think is probably the perfect incarnation of batgirl um, watch season 2 of the Harley Quinn animated show
1: oh yes yes I've heard good things about that
0: because in that I think she's doing really well
1: oh excellent I've I've seen a lot of people talk about um, how good that is it, it's um, so
0: good <laughs> I love it so much <laughs> um,
1: I think uh, the only reason I haven't checked it out was probably because the last you know how they have these Batman animated films that come out now and again. Yeah. I've seen a few of those, and they're a little bit hit and miss for me. Um, so I just put the Harlequin thing on hold for a bit, because I really like that character, and they never seem to get it right. So uh, I kind of just avoided it. it um, it's,
0: it's not like the animated films you will have seen. Right, I, I think because there are a couple of episodes where the Justice League appears, and they're drawn like they're drawn in the animated films, but the Harley Quinn show—it's very violent, very sweary, complete complete departure from the stuff you will have seen in the other animated stuff.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. I'll. uh, I have been meaning to check it out, so uh, I'll look into that. I mean, I watched. um, Oh, what was that TV set? Gotham. Oh, yeah. i didn't i didn't get on with that at all <laughs> really how far did you get oh, maybe like episode two i right. really didn't gel with it at all okay
0: get past season one if you can make it through season one it <laughs> it because i hated season one because i was like you've got the whole pantheon of batman's rogues gallery to pick from yeah and the big bad is fish fucking mooney what if you can get past the first season it really takes off in a
1: big way (laughs) after that wasn't that jada pinkett smith it was right because i quite Mm -hmm. like her um as an actress um and i I don't know maybe i just needed to get over any preconceived ideas of what the show was going to be but i just yeah it was a struggle and to be perfectly honest, when people say, get past the first season or the first two seasons, <laughs> and then it's great, I'm like, but why am I gonna waste my time <laughs> going through all of this just to get to something that I might like? But um, I may one day, re- I mean, it's lockdown. What else do I have to do? <laughs> um, who knows, perhaps I will venture into Gotham. But you say after season one, it's decent.
0: Um. Yeah, I think it really picks up. Usually I am I have the same attitude that you do, which is, well, if something isn't good to start with, why should I waste yeah. my time on it? Yeah. But I, Gotham does, like, okay. pick up in a really big way. I think anyway. I
1: mean, To be fair, there are plenty of series that... You know, don't really find their feet until the second season, sometimes a third season.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I'm not just dismissing everything. I have to be interested in the thing before I'll struggle through a first season, if that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and it just, those first couple of episodes were just not for me. <laughs> um, but I, but you never know. You never know. My love of Batman may or Batman, as I'm now going to start calling him. Um. <laughs> yeah i may well come to it you never know and i will let you know and blame you if uh, if i don't like it <laughs> um yeah so uh, ultimately what would you say about batman and robin uh deeply considered opinions here
0: I mean (laughs) I would, well, for one and this is just a throwaway line but it just Chris O'Donnell as Robin says chicks dig the car and he Mm. wants his own car but he's riding a motorbike now I always thought chicks dig motorbikes more I don't know (laughs)
1: How, how can they have a line like, chicks love this, and he calls uh, Batgirl a little girl at one point. Oh, and then right goodness. at the end of the film, when she's like, hey, I'm Batgirl, Batman's like, oh, that's not very PC. What about yeah. Batperson? Yeah. <laughs> but how about you don't reference women as chicks, dude? Yeah. Well, he says... Really, that's where you're going to draw the PC line, is it?
0: <laughs>
1: he, he
0: says... um, it that's not very forward thinking what uh, why not bat person or bat woman
1: <laughs> that's right bat woman
0: and yeah. i thought we the the character of Batgirl is so far removed from the character in the comics they may as well have called her bat woman because yeah. she resembles bat woman as much as she resembles bat girl so
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's a fair point they uh they really did sell that character short yeah in my opinion. Um, I feel like all the energy went into Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze and literally everything else was an afterthought.
0: Yeah. Uh... Oh, but Mr. Freeze was good.
1: (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) No, he wasn't! (laughs) And I think it's so weird. Like, I swear, 1997... Sorry, I'm just rearranging my pillows here to... Right, okay, so uh, 1997, I could swear that's the same year that, uh, oh my god, I've forgotten what it's called, it's literally just fallen out of my head, the spy one that he did with Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh. You know the one I mean, it was on ITV every year, all day, every day, (laughs) for the longest time, what the hell is it called? True Lies. True Lies, thank you. Thank you. It literally just fell out of my head. I swear, 1997 was the year that came out as well. So you've got two so different performances from uh, Schwarzenegger. You've got a perfectly good one in True Lies. Uh
0: Because
1: I love that movie. It's good fun. Um, Versus this Mr. Freeze, ridiculous, over-the-top, like campus Christmas (laughs) Uh, creation, I think it's just interesting that you get two completely different performances from him.
0: Yeah.
1: And considering he's not really you know, he's not the greatest actor. You know? He's he's alright, don't get me wrong, he's not terrible or anything, but he doesn't have a whole lot of range. Arnold. Fair. He can be a little bit one-note. Mm-hmm. And I think Mr. Freeze... I mean, it's not even one note. It's, it's, it's a... It's, it's one a temperature. of a note. Yes! <laughs> it's, uh... Yeah, it's something else. I suppose you could argue it's worth watching just for that. I mean, oh, do yeah. you think there's there's an element of people should watch it because it's so bad? Uh,
0: I I don't know, because I find most of the film like interminable i really <laughs> really struggled to watch it yeah but that opening 20 minutes the museum scene at the beginning I, yeah. I i love that yeah because as scenes go it's really really cool
1: <laughs> it is quite um actually yeah the first <laughs> Mm -hmm. and i said cool on purpose (laughs) i knew you did and i was just gonna let it go i wasn't gonna (laughs) even let you know that i'd clocked it i was like (laughs) i'm just gonna play it cool don't play it cool um the punnery must stop um (laughs) uh, yeah I, i i do enjoy the sort of the beginning of the film i suppose that's the best bit yeah um And I do enjoy quite a lot of Poison Ivy's performance, just because it's so... It's so Mae West, and even a little bit British at times. I don't know if she was going for like a transatlantic type of uh, accent, Um, but it went from like Southern Belle to a kind of, ooh, hello, what what, (laughs) at times. but it was it was high like high drag high camp she's giving monologues to the ceiling Um, (laughs) I do enjoy that quite a bit but not enough to probably revisit this film anytime soon Yeah. (laughs) Um, for a lot of people it seems to be that it's so bad that it's good you know, it's so terrible that you know you can take the piss out of it the whole way through, and it becomes one of those films that's so bad it's good. I disagree. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's one of those. It's so bad it's good.
0: It, it's you know? just. It it's so bad it's bad.
1: Yes. Yes. So bad it's bad. That nothing about it really works. I mean,
0: I'm I'm not gonna watch it again, ever. <laughs>
1: yeah not for quite some time i i would imagine
0: although i will say in terms of who who could play like if they were going to do like a, a batman uh, beyond film which is like mm-hmm. set years in the future and you have an old bruce wayne yeah george cooney now i think could do that
1: oh yeah yeah I definitely think he could. He's got much more charisma now than he did. I mean, he's he's quite a charismatic guy, I suppose, but he didn't really get his George Clooney swagger until a little bit later, like from dusk till dawn onwards. Oh, yeah. He's fallen into his groove and he knows what he's really doing. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. Um, and I think you're right. I think if they did do an older Batman... Uh, He would be, he would be pretty good, I think. Um, I don't know. um... Oh, oh, that's right. Um, I mean, it's kind of a shame that Batman and Robin is as bad as it is, because they claim that that's why it took so long for Batman Begins to come along. Yeah. Because it kind of just killed the franchise.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Which is a real shame. Uh, because Batman's so, you know, fun and and whatever, and you know, a lot of people missed out on uh, on having a Batman come out at a certain age. I've worded that badly. What I'm thinking of is uh, how people feel about Doctor Who. Oh,
0: um,
1: like you know, you've got a doctor. That. Yeah. From whenever it was that you started watching, you know, whether it's David Tennant or uh, Colin Baker or Sylvester McCoy, whoever, everybody's got a Doctor Who, the one that you grew up watching. And for me, and I suppose from anyone from the 60s onwards with the TV series, um, you know, everybody's got a Batman, (laughs) whether it's Adam West or Michael Keaton, the best Um, or whoever and I yeah. feel like there was a big chunk of time where a lot of kids didn't have their own Batman, you know?
0: Yeah, that's... yeah.
1: Um, you know, they'll get over it, I'm sure, <laughs> but um, I was just thinking about it with... Inter- I'm not a Doctor Who fan, but I know that that's how people view it. Like, who's your doctor? Who did yeah. you start with? Who did you grow up with? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was just thinking, I wonder if it's the same for Batman, because it was a big old break between... Uh, so, nineteen ninety seven to uh, when did Batman Begins come out? Two thousand and... I... No. I, I am going to look it up. Why not? I am on the internet right now. Oh fair. Uh, <laughs> we'll just have some hold music playing while uh, you know while I am typing. do 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 do. Two thousand and five. I was right really uh-huh. wow yes so Batman Begins was 2005 that's quite a, quite a chunk of change yeah um, and it does kind of you know <laughs> Batman and Robin did kill the franchise it was so terrible that they didn't bother making Batman unchained and therefore didn't carry on in that universe but perhaps that's a good thing
0: uh, I mean, yeah I, d-
1: I don't I don't like the the Nolan Batman films at all, but at least they are and no disrespect to uh, Joel Schumacher, who did make some excellent films. But the filmmaking, I guess, is of a higher quality in the Nolan Batman films than it is for Batman and Robin,
0: oh, yeah
1: you know so if they had carried on with the Batman and Robin super campy comic book um, style we may well have just ended up with a bunch of terrible Batman films yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) I I don't know that there's anything else I can add to that
0: That being said, if we could step over into a parallel universe and see those terrible films, I absolutely would.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'd watch them. Of course I would. I am but flesh and blood. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see the car crash as much as the next person. Um, But, yeah, we we may well have ended up with just more of the same, um, as opposed to, as much as I dislike them, uh, the newer Batman films. Yeah. Which maybe we could do another episode on what on
0: more modern Batman films?
1: yeah, although I suppose again, our podcast is called "Why We Love. No, well, we don't we don't love Batman and Robin. <laughs> we don't that being i I
0: don't mind like reviewing more of the modern Batman ones, but you know, if
1: it, it doesn't mean we have to watch them.
0: <laughs> well, I could watch Batman vs. Superman till the sun like the sun comes home, till the cows come home, but
1: Hang on, hang on. You can't just say that and move on. Oh, I'm going to. But I'd feel bad (laughs) about making you watch a three hour film. So you could watch it over why? Is that like a it's so bad it's good, or do you genuinely think it's a good film? I Note the judgment in my voice. <laughs> oh yeah, I can hear it. Um,
0: <laughs> the, the theatrical cut, I was just like... It, it was just a collection of scenes that, for various reasons, I liked on various levels. The mm-hmm. the like ultimate cut, which is three hours long, which includes all the narrative elements that they took out for the theatrical release... I do think is kind of good, I mean don't get it there's a lot of stuff with that film that's just
1: stick to your guns, don't let my judgment uh, no taint your your <laughs> your views if you like it, you like it. I'm just fascinated <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I mean there there is
0: certain things in it that I think are not brilliant, okay. Um, <laughs> You know, the Martha thing being a big one. Oh
1: God! Yes,
0: but, Martha. But... Martha's called Martha. <laughs> but uh, but broadly speaking, I do I do quite like it.
1: Okay, okay, interesting. I had absolutely forgotten that Ben Affleck played Batman, so I'm glad you mentioned it.
0: oh love
1: that. Um, I had totally just delete. <laughs> That doesn't exist. (laughs) Sad bat. Um, No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As well, the thing that Batman versus Superman has in common with Batman and Robin... Uh, Yes. ...is that the opening scene is probably the best one in the film.
1: I don't remember a lot, if I'm honest, (laughs) about it, because, I mean, for me not very good <laughs> um, but that's interesting that you like it conflict I love it um, yeah interesting I was just thinking of like the Nolan ones but yeah sad bat he exists um, I totally forgotten about Ben Affleck Ben bloody Affleck <laughs> uh, funny um, okay interesting interesting did not know that. Um, I mean maybe I'd, I'd be up for watching it again. Just to see, perhaps I would change my mind. I think of it as trash, but perhaps <laughs> I'll rewatch it again and be like, oh, actually I quite like this or that or whatever, instead yeah. of just scowling at the TV. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll rewatch it. I'll let you know. I'll okay. let the folks at home know. <laughs> um, oh, I should mention we're on Twitter now. Our podcast is up on Twitter and we have a Facebook page. So our dedicated three listeners, hi guys, <laughs> uh, they can um, they can follow us. Uh, it would be helpful if I knew what the um, <laughs> Twitter handle was. I think it's why we love pod. <laughs> yeah, I Which... That. Which every time I look at it just makes me think of Pod from Game of Thrones. Why we love Pod. (laughs) Good old Podrick. Um, So, yes. Yeah, so that's Batman and Robin, I guess. I don't know that I have uh, much more to say about it, to be perfectly honest. Do you?
0: I was going to say, if you do, you should probably say it, because I'm You're done.
1: (laughs) You're out. You're done. Um, No, I think... I think I've said it all. I mean... I suppose if you're... If you want to watch something silly and switch off your brain... um, Go for it. You know? You may find that you're one of the people who just lives for the nonsense. Yeah. Um, Some people do Um, go for it. But um, I'm afraid I agree with the general consensus that um, (laughs) mama, that's garbage. (laughs) (laughs) As Bob the drag queen would say, mama, that's garbage. Uh, Yeah, it's it's not for me, but who knows? Perhaps somebody out there listening who has not seen it for a long time or has never seen it um I may stumble across it and think I'll give it a look don't blame us yeah <laughs> that's what i would say if you do listen to this and you think oh i might give it a go don't don't come back to us <laughs> with your uh lost time <laughs> yeah there there is heaps of trash movies
0: that i love that i will proudly oh, take yes. credits for directing yes. people to
1: yes uh, 100% yes There is some good trash out there.
0: (laughs) And I will say two of them now. One is Secret Obsession.
1: Oh, yes, your Netflix uh, guilty pleasure.
0: (laughs) I love it so much. I really need to check it out. It's wonderful. (laughs) And the other one is Cruel Intentions 2.
1: Two? Okay, okay. Um interest again <laughs> so okay 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 i've never seen cruel intentions the whole way through uh it, when it came out i was like Ew. <laughs> <laughs> this is like dangerous liaisons which uh of course it is yeah and i prefer dangerous liaisons to be honest um but uh cruel intentions too you surprise me what? i'm i'm intrigued <laughs> i
0: mean there's <laughs> It, it it's it's great just because it's it's garbage but it, it there's there's too there's too much to go into on it we we, okay. either, have, we either need to have a private conversation about it or <laughs> we need to do an episode about it because okay fuck,
1: fuck me it's gold okay i'm in let's let's discuss this another time <laughs> the people at home will be on the edge of their seats (laughs) are they going to do cruel intentions too are they not who knows um i don't actually think we've decided have we on the next episode we have not (laughs) ah once again we are thoroughly unprepared and unprofessional (laughs) um but that's fine we're a kind of roll with the punches podcast yeah. Um, it'll be a surprise, just like this one is. Nobody knows it's going to be Batman and Robin. <laughs> it's going to be a delightful surprise. Um, so the next episode will be as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll think so, of something. <laughs> uh... Oh, we will. I'll come up with something. I'll message you with something bizarre. <laughs> Have you seen this? I need someone to talk to about this. Um yeah okay so I guess that was Batman and Robin then
0: it was Um, do you want to do the obligatory stupid part of the podcast the star
1: rating (laughs) the star rating Uh, um, well I could be brutal and say half a star (laughs) Uh, because that's truly where my heart is with it to be perfectly honest it's half a star and it only gets the half star because of the Moments of poison ivy that made me chuckle. There we go. Half a star. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> With uh, a bullet.
0: I'm... i I'm, I'm going to give it one star. Okay. That is... Can you say it, puns. No, it, it, it only gets... <laughs> oh, actually, shit. No, it only gets that one star because of the Opening sequence at the museum and all the ice puns.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. I thought you were, g- there was going to be like a one and a half stars, and the half star is just for the puns. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Um, I suppose we should uh, thank whoever is listening. Thank you for tuning yep. in on this episode. Uh, don't forget to check out our previous episodes where we talk about Psycho 2 and Black Christmas, the 2019 remake. Yep. And um, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Okay. Alrighty. Bye-bye.
0: <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye.